How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the it's Creep happening. Dive. It's happening. A brand new week is with us. I think we should need, we need to be upfront with people when we say that we we're are not re- this week. We've recorded this a week in advance because Sophie's on her holiday. So we've recorded it immediately after last week's episode in the same sitting. Mm-hmm. In case you're going to miss 27 minutes of preamble. We kind of gave it all to you last week <laughs> and we have no news because it's the same time. It's the same time and also there's a chance something amazing has happened. Something, that- I always, always panic that like when we go, we've only really gone a week ahead once or twice mm-hmm. but I'm always like this is this is the week the world's going to end and we're going to schedule this to go out. Episode. And we're like happy Tuesday exactly. guys. <laughs> what I if wonder- one of us is dead? One of us could have died. Yep, absolutely. A lot could have happened. Yeah. How do we die? Who's it could dead? be anything. How tall are you, Cass? I'm six foot. <laughs> I, I just tumbled. Just took a tumble. Oh, Bang my head. Took a tumble. <laughs> I went door frame. Uh, what well, you'd go tumble? I'd say I sweated myself to death. Jen's oh. drowned. Drowned. Yeah. 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 But any one of us could have fallen off our bikes. Absolutely. Because we're cyclists. Speaking of drowned, have you heard heard about the new Instagram account called the Ripple Effect? Yes. No. I'm, I, it's so nice. It's a nice Instagram account, but I'm also very interested in being featured. Well, Jennifer, I suppose you'll have to brag even louder than you already do. I'll have to. I'll have to, to let everybody you. know. I think maybe you have to submit one, but they profile swimmers. And uh, they just give a really nice place to be smug. Yeah, it's lovely. It's just helping smug people feel smugger, basically. Exactly. Cherry on top. <laughs> no, it's lovely because you get to see all the lovely swimming spots around our beautiful island. Do you know what and... stopped happening? Yeah. Knob polishing, luckily. Okay. Finally, I think the gentlemen drying their nethers. Have stopped doing oh. that. <laughs> What's yeah. the Instagram account? No, I can't find it. At Ripple Effect Ireland, maybe? Mm. Sorry, I'm eating. It's very annoying. Mouthful of nuts. Hey-o. <laughs> She's polishing the nut. Now, um, it's lovely to be here. I want to tell you a few things today. Go on then. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is tardigrades. They're also called water bears. Have you heard of those? Uh, no, but you did say that to me. fucking structable. 
Amazing. Like the your if you want to like you survive want to throw anything. a bear at the sun, that bear will survive. It might. It's so specific though. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, What have you guys got for us? I have the story that I said an hour ago that I was going to tell, but actually if anybody was listening, it was last week in the episode. (laughs) I have the time that 26 children were kidnapped. Oh, please. Yes, I'm dying for this. Yeah. And I have a tasty, one of the tastiest food related murders. Yeah, cannibalism back a long time. Well, I'm is surprised. It's been a while. Yeah, that's because you run out. It's been a while. So before we start, can you give us a creep of the week? That is the Spacey theory. Yes, of course. Thank you to Mister Ursula Funglas. Um, I no, actually, you know, it's really cute. <laughs> I've said the name so wrong. Ursula's Funglas. It's Ursula's Sir <laughs> Um Do you know what was nice? Harry and I have obviously become the two best friends there ever were because of the creep dive. And I said he had a creep fest that he didn't invite you to. No, he wouldn't. We are going to go for canal drinks very soon. Oh, by the time this comes out, we probably already have. What a joy. I'll bring you on canal drinks to my birth canal. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely no need. I instantly am sober. (laughs) That was genius. Save it for Mother of Pot. Oh, here we go. Um, but today I was cycling down to work and didn't I cycle? I saw Harry. We we like saw each other in real life and I'm like, oh, the universe put us together anyway. Lovely. Isn't it cute? I don't know how you... <laughs> I mean, I just cycled past you someone who would have been a stranger. I think you took us high and didn't deliver. You just dropped us off a cliff. <laughs> right, now here's the story for you, right? I'm what about go. Spacey? Okay, mm-hmm. but can I tell you this first, okay. right? Yes. You're a big fan of this podcast, right? Amelia Me? Cullen's podcast oh, <laughs> is considered, okay? Yes, and I there's am. an upcoming episode on people who have met or had online interactions and then meeting in person. For instance, right, this one time my friend was setting me up with this guy when we were in college and we were text we'd exchanged numbers it was uh, her now husband was her boyfriend at the time it was one of his friends and this was pre this was like back in Bebo so she had given him my number and we were texting yes and we were arranging to meet up and go on a date or whatever and we were in UCD and I went into the giant lecture hall in UCD and I sat down and I was sitting next to him what a queen yeah I was like so that's the moment we would have met so like the moment the universe would have placed you together had you not connected online which I think is a really nice concept of people you know when you see those stories yeah where like stories of people who got married and then they go through photographs and there's a picture of them on the beach and they're like oh that's me in the background well we were only just talking about sliding doors on mother pod we had a huge big powwow about that the moment in your life that I guess it could have gone the moment you would have met. Yes, exactly. Anyway. That's right. interesting, yeah. Because like, Seb and I have loads of them because we went to school together without knowing each other. Mm. Yeah, also, those kind of nice being things. being at like gigs that we would have both been at. Yeah, yeah. and, and like Mikey, and, Mikey and Becca, my younger brother and his girlfriend, Very had a story cool. of how they realised they were once at the same party. Ah. years before they had met but they never crossed paths they never crossed paths and then they worked together later but it's nice when you connect those moments of when the universe the moment you would have met love it and this morning if I had someone who talked to strangers I would have met Harry because you just you were sorry you just by coincidence just met him on the street you know so your paths crossed in a way that was like totally the universe just pushing you together Oh, it's cute. I mean, I, mean, I feel I could argue that now, but, no, stop but I it. won't. No, but there's this. I just think it's a cute concept. It so Annie, actually, if anybody wants has a cute story like that, you email hear it. Amelia at talltales.e oh, and tell her. her next episode. So one of her it. upcoming episodes is about the moment you would have met. Ah, that's and nice. And it's just loads of cute stories of people. Lovely. Who would have? I'll enjoy connected. that now. You Very would. Much. You love that podcast. I like that podcast a lot. Loads of really good work got into it. Yeah, all things considered, all available things now considered. on Spotify and iTunes. Check it out. It's very good. Um, that's my story. Okay, and that was great. Thank you so much for supporting us. <gasps> <Hey>, no, <Jared. laughs> or Patter. Okay, you're going to go okay. to Kevin Spacey, you and then I'm going to come back Spacey's. to the kidnapping. I'm okay, that. thank you very much to thank Harry you. for sending this to me. More Harry. Um, this is like know, Harry's Kevin episode. Spacey is uncancelling himself. With the help of an Italian film director, we talked about it week four last. Uh, do you remember the TV show that? Yeah. Did we talk about it in the hive? Uh, 
happen? Never possible. mind. But give us a recap there. It's possible. Kevin Spacey um, uncancelling. Uh, so yeah, that's like basically an Italian um, uh, an Italian drama where he's going to play mm, a pedophile. Right. No? Right. He's going to play, right. it's, called, play it's called The Man Who Drew God in, in French or it's Italian. And it's Kevin Spacey plays a detective that has the ability to um, draw people's portraits based on hearing their voice or something That's like right. that. That's right. It's like such a weird hodgepodge of different ideas. Yeah. It's like fucking... A, a, oh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> a psychic detective solving a something to do with a paedophilic crime. Mm. That's it. It's In a composite space. artist who is blind and dry <laughs> and draws them... Via the voice. That is correct. Thank you, Cathy, for saving me there. Right. So next thing's next. Right. Mm-hmm. Harry slip slides on into my DMs because Harry and I have a relationship too, Cathy. Yeah. Independent of you and Harry's relationship. I also and have a relationship with Harry. Yeah, we all did, do. Did Harry make a gallery of portraits of you and share it on Twitter? No. no. Fair. Did, did you Actually, see it? maybe he did. Did, did he do that it? for you or is it, are you talking specifically about the one that he did of me on his Instagram? How's those likes? It's gorgeous photo. Guys, guys, guys. Oh my God, fuck off. I'm talking about the one he did of me. Oh, Harry. Yeah. Oh my God, have you not seen it? It's simply stunning. Wait a minute. <laughs> are you sure this isn't the portrait he did of me? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. Because it is these, gorgeous. <laughs> one of these portraits is in fact Nicolas Cage and not me. But... <laughs> So he, he's tweeted, shockingly, these people are the same people. Oh. And he's got four pictures of me from different lives. One where I'm dressed as Ken. One, two of the cover of your amazing Creep Dive magazine. And then one which just legitimately is Nicolas Cage's oh. face on the face of a baby. <laughs> Fabulous. Uncanny. Fabulous work, Harry. So anyway, Harry sent me this um, article. Basically, all of... Um, Kevin Spacey's accusers are just dying in weird ways. What? So, hmm? yes. So this, um, a couple of years ago, the novelist uh, Ari Ben um, died on Christmas Day. And he was the third person who had publicly accused Kevin Spacey of sexual assault to have died. Huh. So, um, Ari Ben was like in his late 40s. And he was actually married to uh, Norwegian royalty, though they had split up. And he had children with this princess, Princess Martha Louise. And it's very sad because Ari Ben died by suicide on Christmas Day in 2019. Okay. And he had come out um, uh, two years prior, 2017, on a Norwegian radio station saying that um, he had been at this concert um, that the actor was hosting mm-hmm. a, a, in conjunction with the Nobel Prize uh, awarding. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, so he, quote, he says, I have a little hashtag me too story about Kevin Spacey. Um, we were having a nice chat where we spoke about theatre and drama and we were talking about The Wick, a theatre in London. We had a good conversation sitting beside each other after five minutes, he said, hey, let's go out and have a cigarette. Then he grabbed me under the table right in the balls. Ooh. Yes. Uh-oh. So this guy, Ari Ben, was was sort of on the more high-profile side of the people who spoke up about Kevin Spacey. Um, a lot of the other accusers, I think there came to, it came to about 16 people in total, all coming forward with disturbing stories. I think there was more. There it may was, have ended yeah, up even yeah. being more. Because um, there was 18, I think, alone from the old Vic, where he was... 18 from the old Vic alone? Yeah. No between shit. the ages, Between the years of, of 1998 and 2013 or something. Like, quite a span where he was a kind of mentor in residence or yeah. creative artistic director or something yeah. in London. There was quite a few men who came forward from that. But it was an independent commission, not a legal commission. It was like an independent firm had been put in place by the old Vic to investigate and they could only encourage the men to go to the police. Oh, it's so sad. And then like uh, loads of the others were um, House of Cards staffers. No way. So yeah. right up mm. to date. 
Mm, and as we probably remember, at least one accuser was underage. Mm. Yeah, 14. Oh, so fucking that was sad. That was the actor from Rent, who was 14 at the time that it happened at a party. Oh my God. Kevin. You fucking You creep. absolute fucking... Okay. Criminal. So anyway, so this guy, right, he died by suicide. Then, earlier in 2019, another spacey whistleblower, who was called Linda Culkin, died after being hit by a car. Huh. And then, another uh, spacey Me Too person, a massage therapist, also died suddenly. No more explanation. The criminal case has all but dried up. Um, we don't know how she the, died, just suddenly? No, it's just that died suddenly. And when I followed it, I couldn't find any more good information. But she was, uh, she had um, accused him of sexual battery was the, um, oh, was the case that was being brought and it was being brought by the Los Angeles prosecutor's office. Mm-hmm. But when the massage therapist died, the case just fell apart. So the, yes, there's no more information around the place about the death. And the massage therapist remains anonymous, um, obviously, like posthumously. But it, it was just that the um, the prosecutors basically said that like the, the case was was over because the uh, the the accuser so that's four five four people five people well it's three sorry but still a lot of people three people of the accusers two mm. by their own hand now we do know that all people 100% of people do die agreed but still well Kevin Spacey's pretty rich and powerful and now Spacey's back as well and he's coming bouncing back with the help of this fucking Italian director so like does that mean God he was never sake. successfully prosecuted for any of these but things? he was in 2018 sorry I'm just bringing up because that's what I was wondering there was he actually um, prosecuted for something and I'm pretty sure he was prosecuted in 2018 for something one of his victims. So he has a record. He criminal record. Doing what? a bad southern accent. Prosecute him. <laughs> but what a fuck rag though. He was charged with a felony for allegedly sexually assaulting journalist Heather Onahru's 18 year old son in Nantucket, Massachusetts. He pleaded not guilty to the charge in 2019. Um, Later that month her son fought... I don't know. Where Maybe the case is ongoing? Well, he's certainly not seen any Oh, in 2019, the criminal assault charge against Spacey was dropped. You see? Yeah. When the no, anonymous ma- massage therapist who accused him died. Ugh, the God. last remaining criminal case against Spacey oh, was closed. But was Anthony Rapp, who was the, the, the actor from Rent, who was 14 at the time, sued Spacey for sexual assault, sexual battery, and intentional inflict of emotional distress. Um... Settled. Who requested? I there's no more, there's no more on that. So that's yeah, well, that's probably still on going our on. Screens like I mean it's just fucking very very upsetting and disappointing and very upsetting for all of those people that he's hurt. It certainly is, and it's an abs like but the fact that you, like, this would be cancel, his re-entry. Oh, you yeah. think cancel code? It's not permanent. It's not sticking. It's not. Sticking. It's not. They are not staying gone. So so it's not effective at all for sort of. I think there is like these kind of like levels of ego. What do you think? Like, I think it's just something about like, I mean, Kevin Spacey, Donald Louis C.K., you can't seem to make them stay gone. No, no, it's still, I guess you could say the patriarchy is still completely strong and in charge. But of course, of the course it is. Like, look how many, how many actual charges or accusations were brought against Donald Trump? Mm. Oh, and he wasn't even like and nothing ever happened. And he wasn't even like literally bothered his arse defending them or no. denying them. He was no. just like, yeah, I grabbed them by the pussy. Grabbed everyone by the pussy. So uh, thank you, Harry. For thank you, Harry. The creep watch on Spacey. Let's all remember to hate him. But let's go. <laughs> let's go into something you can't cancel. Do to you. Mm. Some little thing called a tardigrade. You're telling me you never heard of them. I'm never. about to show you. I mean, it kind of sounds familiar, but I don't know if that's just because I have water bear. 
Ever heard tell of these little guys? No, but like, wow. It looks like wow. about four animals just kind of squished together there. It, it, here's a description. Water bear or moss piglet. Oh, cute. Oh, my goodness. Okay, nearly That's microscopic. That's what we should call that guy's dick who was out on moss South Wales. Moss piglet. It's very much so. Uh, so animals long, plump bodies, scrunched up head, eight legs and hands with four to eight claws on each plenty of claws very strange but very cute (laughs) they are the most indestructible animals on the planet because they're so adorable partially they can even just survive in outer space stop it floating around uh so it's something called a phylum so it's a it's an animal without a spinal cord there's a thousand known species of this tardigrade thing. They're fucking very small indeed. 1.2 millimetres. And wait, 1.2 millimetres. 1.2 was a millimetres. Bear. It's called a water bear. <laughs> That's why. I'm trying to bring up a, a, a picture of it here so I can keep looking at it while you talk. Here's where it's you'll like find them. It's a caterpillar ate a squishy gummy rhinoceros delicious ate a wine gum they're fucking amazing they're so okay cute, they I can live anywhere at all they want to live at the bottom of a lake in the in the moisture sediment and or on moss or any other sort of wet environment they can survive a huge range of temperatures and situations so <laughs> research has can found, they describe a hostile whatsapp group that you're trying to leave but you don't know how no. to get out of it nobody can survive that <laughs> so tardigrades can withstand environments as cold as minus 328 degrees fahrenheit you can't even so conceive of that that's minus 200 degrees cold. centigrade it's colder than fucking it's cold as cold as ice or he's really got a highs highs of more than 150 degrees centigrade. How versatile! I, unbelievable, <laughs> right? Get you uh, lads. A there's more. Degrade that can do they both. can survive radiation, boiling liquids, massive amounts of pressure of up to six times the pres- oh, pressure so of the deepest cute. part of the ocean, and even the vacuum of space with no protection. So a study in 2008 published in the Journal of Current Biology found that some species of tardigrade could survive 10 days at low Earth orbit while being exposed to a space vacuum and radiation. What about, do they need oxygen? Well, here's the thing. They could survive after, uh, they do need, I no, obviously not. I'm not entirely, not if they're in space. Have we, have we gone this far and you've not said they have an anus for a face? Well, yes, that's coming, but you can just take that now. Right. I'm watching some visual tardigrade ASMR. Just look how nice. Just like they're lovely, having them they? on in the background there. Well, here's so the thing. Nice. These little fuck faces are going to look outlive. Look at him. Oh, he's a little cutie boy. They're going to outlive humanity. No question. Yeah. Wow. Why do the cockroaches get all the credit? Exactly. So, uh... Scientists from Harvard and Oxford universities looked at the probability of certain astronomical astronomical events, earth pummeling asteroids, uh, nearby supernova blasts, gamma ray bursts over the next billion years. And they looked at how likely uh, these little guys would survive. And it's looking very likely. And we would, of course, all be dead by then. OK, and that's all very well and good. And they have an anus for a face. And that's great. But wait, now, do they use the anus like is, the, is it the in and the out hole? It is. No, they have an anus. Oh, they have an anus. Well, well, I'm totally right in saying that the first thing to exist on you is your bum hole and then that's the tube that everything goes through. I don't know if that... I feel like if that was a fact... I know, I think it is. God damn it. Do all humans originate from an arsehole? Well, in terms of your development and then it's just a big tube and then the arsehole builds backwards into your mouth which is just the out... the ingoing arseholeum. I'm trying to picturise it. Here now we have a little tardigrade that looks like a cuddly velvet sleeping bag delicious Mm. they're extremely friendly extremely Extremely so here's a controversial theory that emerged considering the origins of the earth right and the theory is the first micro to ever appear in the planet arrived by passenger on a meteorite so this is known as a panspermia so the hypothesis depends on the ability of tiny organisms to survive the colossal impact and what do we know? Where will we find one of these tiny? What are we? They're going to put it. We're going to start this shit out with a tardigrade. And uh, are you saying that tardigrade is our ancestors? Perhaps. So they could. Well, this is the theory that they were, or something like them, were how the Earth began to get populated by living beings. Yeah. They just crashed into us. They yeah. were stuck to a rock, and that rock. Okay, so 
Team of researchers recently tested whether or not tardigrades can withstand being fired out of a gun at high velocity. Right, so the water bears, perfect candidate for such an experiment because they can survive being boiled, frozen, unfazed by cosmic radiation, low oxygen environments, high pressure, gamma vacuum rays. of space, gamma rays. Judge, yeah. So, Historical to find an answer, the scientists loaded a number of tardigrades onto nylon bullets, right? They were frozen in order to, to induce the tiny lads to hibernation. So, in this journal of astrobiology the study explains how they fired the living these living tardigrades into sand tar- they stuffed them into a bullet and just shot them out of the bullet into sand mm-hmm. at increasing levels of speed and velocity and they still survived they just tortured a certain amount of tardigrades <laughs> for obviously scientific so look although the all of these experiments this is kind of a sad ending but look this, the result wasn't great news for the proponents of this panspermia idea that, you know, uh, these guys got stuck to a rock or something like them. Mm. Um, because sadly, the one thing that will kill a tardigrade is something Loneliness. called... Sh- Loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> something called shock pressure. So oh. the combination of both shocking them, much like that reminded me of a hamster... <laughs> and then applying pressure. <laughs> Your leaving starts tomorrow. <laughs> will result in death. Absolutely. For a tardigrade. So um, sadly, that's not how uh, we came to be on this earth. Something else is the reason. We don't know yet. We'll leave the scientists to it. But they spent a certain amount of money doing that with tiny little water bears. That is... I am so happy to know they exist. Yeah. I'm also very happy with Lovely this man on YouTube who made a video and called it What if tardigrades were the size of humans? And he has made some absolutely stunning visuals for <laughs> all tardigrades. And tardigrade fans, look at that. you oh. enjoy. Do you know what they look like? Do you ever get a good look at a sea cow, a manatee? No, you're bringing things to us now. That no, are no, no. Old. You do know what they are. Oh, the thing with the the, the, the walruses with the exactly. big cheeks. Floating around Florida in the swamps. Oh. They look very much like that. Just in their passiveness. Oh, yeah, totally. Just totally not. Would we live in harmony, he asks. Of course or we are we lunch? I think we're going to saddle up one of those fucking slow moving beasts. I'm going to give this channel my subscribe. You shall. It's anyway. called What If? And I'm joining a community of 5 million subscribers. <laughs> Little known oh, do channel. you know what? I was about to say, when you said manatee, I was like, oh, like, um, is it, is it Futurama taking the piss out of Family Guy? Being like how, oh no, it's South Park. Remember South Park? The Cartman goes, somehow to where they make episodes of Family Guy and they discover that Family Guy are written by manatees. <laughs> all episodes of Family Guy are written by manatees. They all live in a tank. Lovely. And they have, the tank is filled with balls with like um, scenarios and the manatees just go and select balls and then put them in So Basically, it <laughs> that was That feels like a dick. It was, yeah, it was a set for manatees. Ripping it out of Do you know what happens Family to Guy? Manatees? But then look who shows up in Family Guy. Tardigrade. There's a tardigrade uh, in Family Guy. Best ever. I did not like Family Guy, so Guys I have no don't. idea what that episode Do you know, is. something terrible happened to a manatee recently. What? Oh, no. Yeah, I think it was during a Trump rally. We were in the Florida, um, the bayou, that could be wrong. You know, the swampy stuff where they have mm-hmm. the big fan boats. The boats with a big, huge fan on the back. Yeah. And the yeah. air propels them through. Yeah. Anyway, a fan boat. somebody carved go, um, <gasps> something into the back of a tr- into the back of a uh, of one of the old manatees. <gasps> uh, Trump slogan. I can't remember what exactly it was, what? but it was the most upsetting shit ever. I was like, "You fucking scarred this lovely beast." But that happens to manatees all the time. They just float around, getting hit by boats. Oh my god! I did not um, know that manatees hung around in. Um, Gangs. The swamp. <laughs> they do. They, you know, they just move real slow, grazing like a cow. It's literally a, sea, a cow of the water. Oh my God. Oh my God. Did that you get the, so sick? sad and sick. What the fuck That's is wrong with you? absolutely awful. I think that was even a line for a lot of hardcore Trump supporters just said, that's too far, lads. Oh my God. Too fucking far. They're lovely walruses. Anyway. That's horrendous. Absolutely uh, horrendous. What do you have for us, Sophs? Do you going to tell us about a murder? I've got something horrendous. Oh, the kidnapping. Right, come here. Will I tell you about the kidnapping yes. at last? People have been something horrendous. Let's move away from that. <laughs> this is an interesting story, right? We're in 1976. 
Yeah. And 26 children from the Dairyland Elementary School in Chowchilla, California, were having a great day out. Okay. So they had just had a competition in which their school holidays, their summer holidays, were extended by two weeks. Unbelievable. So they were all off at the local pool, <laughs> swimming and having fun together in the 70s. What a great time. Um, and at the end of the day, it was a July day, they all got onto one of those yellow school buses and driver Edward Ray began to drop them all home. A few of them were dropped off, but as the bus travelled along... the ugly ones, so. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> Are you going to have to take that out? That's you're, just you're a on joke. Anyway, you're on go your on. Own. I just can't get past. You were like the 70s. Great time to be alive. And I was like, a lot of rayon. A lot of rayon. It's <laughs> yeah, fucking very uncomfortable. Very, very... Are you stifling <sighs> material? Rayon? Radon is the radioactive gas from rocks. What's rayon? Rayon is that kind of Itchy, like... Oh, fucking... Un- not breathable. Yes. Yeah, oh, fuck. Plastic clothing. Yeah, you just would not... No, not well, like. these kids weren't wearing that because a lot of them were still wearing their swimsuits. <laughs> right. And the bus. And so the bus pulls down. Edward um, pulls down a little, a little dirt track. And in front of the bus, he sees a van with the hood popped up, right? So Churchill is a small little place. He's like, I'll get out here and I'll help whoever it is whose van has broken down. But just as he stopped, three um, masked men stormed onto the school bus and pointed machine guns at, at the children's children. faces. Oh Fucking my God. Yeah. So the three gunmen seized control of... No, it has a good ending. Okay. The, the three gunmen seized control of the bus, taking the wheel and speeding through um, the rural thing. They went down to a a ditch and there they separated the kids into two vans. So 26 children and um, Edward, the bus driver, were transferred into the vans and then they went on an 11 hour drive. No, yeah, windows blacked out. Uh, it was really warm, no food, no water, no toilet, right? So as you can imagine, 11 oh, hours. And terrified kids. everyone. Terrified, right? So 27 hostages in total were taken to a rock and gravel quarry oh in Livermore, God. California, which is surprisingly only two hours away from where they were taken. It was just that they, they had taken around them around everywhere. and around for a few reasons. To leave, to, to make them confused and also ensure that there were no workers at the quarry when they arrived. So the men unloaded the hostages, took their names, their ages, the addresses and their phone numbers. And then they forced them down a ladder into what they thought was an underground bunker. But actually they had buried a moving van underground. So one of those big like... (gasps) yeah, This is fucking scary. Buried it down, right? Incredible amount of planning. So how many guys with guns were there? Three. Three gunmen. Right. So all of the children and the bus driver inside, gunmen locked the door of what was like the back of a a giant lorry. And inside they had left like a small amount of bread, cereal, peanut butter uh, and left a box to use as a toilet. And there's loads of dirty mattresses thrown around the floor. Uh, But there was absolutely no ventilation. Right. So the kids are going mad, starting to scream and cry for help. The small space smelt of vomit and urine Fucking and uh, obviously really dark and there's no ventilation. And the, but then the ceiling started to kind of cave in on the this thing. The, yeah. The but then Edward was like, ah, oh, <gasps> there's a little burrow out. Yeah. So he got some of the older students who were like 14 to start piling up the mattresses. And they got up and they managed... An unbelievable nightmare. Yeah. yeah. But they managed to get up to the top and then there was this kind of like lid, this hatch. But as they pushed it open, they realized that the, the metal plate was weighed down with like 90 kilos of oh, industrial gosh. batteries and pounds and dirt. But they persisted. And after 16 hours in captivity, they managed to get the lid open and dig themselves out. Fuck me. So one by one, Edward Excuse got all 26 kids Edward. out of... The lorry, so, the back of so the So they were pushing it open, obviously getting the dirt and stuffing it into the van below. Yeah, and using them, piling up the mattresses and to create this high. kind of ramp to get all of the kids out. Edward, you hero. Absolute At first, I had to hero. admit, he just he, really didn't suspect. want to be in a confined space with children anymore. No, no, I didn't. Like that is... I would push you And I'd say that he was hungry. push you to find He's at the end solutions. of his day as well. He's on his way home, dropping all the school kids off. He's going to get himself a sandwich or something nice, a few chips on the side. This happens, 11 hours of driving, absolute fucking nightmare in the July heat. Then 16 hours in captivity. You'd be wrecked. 
I can't. Okay, so where are we now? How many? It's been a day, 24 hours? So they've been, in total, it's 36 hours that they've been Whoa. away from their family. And there's an unbelievable no manhunt going on. Massive manhunt yeah. from them, right? I mean, how many kids again? 26, 26 kids. Yeah. And is there nobody above ground kind of guarding where they so, are? So, as they got out, the gunmen were completely unaware of their escape because they were fucking asleep, right? So the children and Ray used the opportunity to run from help. So they got up, realized they're at the quarry and they... Recognize where they were. They, they, they kind of recognized where they are, but they ran for this like security hut. hut at the edge of it. And before they could even say anything, the security man was like, the whole world is looking for oh you guys. Oh my God. Right? So they managed to take, after 36 hours, they took all of the kids and Edward to a nearby prison where they were given clean food, clothes, oh food God. and reunited with their parents. Who were the men? Right. The quarry owner's son, 24-year-old Frederick Woods at <gasps> uh, the fourth, was under suspicion as one of the people who had, had the keys to the quarry and enough time to access the quarry to bury a, the moving truck. Absolutely. And, and yeah. knowledge about staff coming in and out. Yeah. So it was he and his two friends, brothers James and Richard, uh, who were 20... So Fred was 24. His Go two on, friends sir. were 24 and 22. Idiots. Uh, they had previously been convicted of grand theft auto for which they had been sentenced to probation. Um, they So a warrant was issued for the execution of the estate of Woods's father who owned the quarry and their police recovered one of the guns used in the kidnapping as well as a draft of a ransom note. But the three men had fled. Woods was caught two weeks later after the kidnapping in Vancouver. Can James had been captured earlier the same day in California and Richard voluntarily turned himself in eight days after the kidnapping. Right? Holy shit oh bag. But God. here's what happened. The kidnappers, once it happened and 26 kids were missing, the uh, police lines were inundated with calls, support, media. What can we do? Everybody. How can we help? So and the then fucking they grown get... men couldn't get through to give the ransom. <gasps> So they couldn't they, get okay, through the so lines. So that was their plan. Their, their plan was to was, ransom all of the children. Yes. So their plans was to ransom for $5 million, uh, which in 1976 is like fucking a billion quid today or whatever, right? They'd give the location of the buried van and they yeah. scarpered. So, but this is, this is one of the worst things, right? They were all from wealthy families, but they had gotten themselves in debt. So they said that they needed multiple victims to get multiples of millions. And we picked children because children are precious. Mm. The state would be willing to pay their ransom and they don't fight back. They're vulnerable. Oh my God. Those fucking monsters. They are absolute fucking monsters. All three perpetrators pleaded guilty to kidnapping for ransom and robbery, but they refused to plead guilty to infliction of bodily harm as a conviction of that count in conjunction with the kidnapping charge carried a mandatory life sentence in prison without the possibility of parole. They were tried on bodily harm charge, but they were given, uh, they were found guilty and given the mandatory sentence, but their convictions were overturned um, because they were, uh, they weren't found guilty of the bodily harm essentially because they actually, the children didn't sustain that many physical injuries and they did not meet the standard for bodily harm under the law, but they were sentenced to life anyway with the possibility of parole. Richard was released in 2012 and James was paroled in 2015. But Fred Woods has been denied parole. Why? Uh, he was the ringleader. Well, he, he was, was the ringleader. And idea. also, yeah. he's also apparently gotten really into um, uh, pornography and cell phones in prison. Right. But <laughs> Fred's family. So. Sorry, Fred, the guy still in prison, is the son. Is the son, right? And his family was quite wealthy. So he was actually, whilst being in prison, he has inherited a trust fund from his parents to the value of a hundred million dollars. No. He's been married three times in prison and managed to purchase a mansion about 30 minutes away from prison. Now he can't get out. He keeps, he's had like something like 19 parole um, hearings they've all been rejected right? oh my god but it wasn't until 2016 when a compensation lawsuit filed against Woods revealed that he'd been running several businesses including a gold mine and a car dealership from within prison <laughs> so he's been basically not just like operating in the normal world but living in prison thriving like he's he's running so, very so whenever he will get out he's just a very entrepreneurial spirit yeah, yeah. once he gets out he will uh, 
He's got a nest egg. Yeah. Does any of them were interviewed about like any remorse? Is there? Regret? There's no. There's no. I think the two the two younger fellas were remorseful and they stuck to. You know, they were decent in prison, right? But interestingly, because the charges at the time didn't find any physical harm against the children, a lot of the 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 kind of kidnappees were yeah were interviewed later in life and studies were done on them later in life and they developed fears, consistent fears for cars, the dark, the wind, and hippies. <laughs> That's what the study says, right? Um, one was so traumatized that he saw, this is awful, but he saw a Japanese tourist broken down. So a car broke down in front of him and he shot him with a BB gun. But like, it's just obviously triggered from the trauma of like, that's what happened. A car broke down in front of them and they, they were kidnapped. And was their right? driver hailed a hero? I mean, he saved him. Yeah, so uh, February 26th day is declared Edward Ray Day in Chowchilla. Um, so he received a... a California School Employees Association Citation for Outstanding Community Service <laughs> for his heroic actions to protect the children. Um, but he was, he was even up, and, up until his death in 2012, he was frequ- frequented um, by the children frequently. Like They loved him. They absolutely adored him, right? In 2016, 25 of the surviving kidnapped children settled a lawsuit they had filed against their kidnappers. The money they received was paid out of Frederick Woods' trust fund. Brilliant. But the exact settlement amount was not disclosed. The one survivor said that they each received exactly enough to pay for all the therapy, but not enough for a house. Oh, oh my God. But at least they got out. They got out with like obviously some deeply fucking psychiatric things. But what a hero. Unbelievable story. Amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. they obviously underestimated the attention the yeah. that you would get. What did they think? Stealing oh, a bus full of kids. Yeah. How do they think they were going to pull that off? Fuck me. Well, I'm glad everyone survived and a happy ending in the end. For most of them. And just a bit of tomfoolery of a Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. For the lads. Cassie, thank you. Horrendous story. God, Good outcome. Madness. Great outcome. But it just people and their stupid fucking ideas. Like burying the, the big container truck thing is mad. Yeah. Because like, that's so much How did they do that? Did they just bear... Like, well, like, they have access to everything in a quarry, you know? Yeah, they, but, they like, use, overnight like, or something, sneak in? Could they have buried it in one night? Dig a big hole. They probably had in. loads of holes, and then they just, yeah, reversed it in one night and uh, covered it up. Covered it, yeah. Oh, that's mad, isn't it? Mad. God. The world's gone fucking mad. But it was always mad. That was 1976. <sighs> I think being scared of hippies is something just to take with us, though. Mm. Genuinely. I mean... Frightening. You never know what's under that hair. Could be another face. Absolutely. Could be another face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I put up uh, my amazing picture of Charles Manson. um, In in, your house? In my office. Is it glorious? It's glorious. And Rue asked who that was. And I said, It's your father. In about 35 years. (laughs) No one was around to hear my quip. So I said, I'd repeat it to you here publicly. Public Public forum. Get a bit of credit for it. Now, speaking of credit. Credit is owed to Rebecca Murphy for this creep that I'm about to tell you Teases, about. Tee us up there. A man. Yes. Called James Jameson. Oh. There, it's... A man so James they jamed him twice. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> James James. <laughs> um, so yeah. Now there's an Irish connection here as well And we love a local creep We do So we're back in the 1800s for me Love it uh, Late 1800s uh, Heir to the vast Jameson No Fortune Whiskey Whiskey This yeah, guy Really Yeah Jimmy James Jameson Is Is the heir to, is, is the heir Is the big man Yeah Is the big man in our story Now this Is Okay He <laughs> Exactly who he is now. James S. Jameson was the great great grandson of John Jameson, the founder of the famed Irish whiskey company. Jameson. Uh, Jameson. <laughs> were they an Irish family? <laughs> no. Um, they were. I would say they were cosmopolitan. Gotcha. There's a lot of traveling here. Okay. So, um, like many rich heirs of the era, this guy James Jameson considered himself something of an adventurer. Just kind of harking back to that thing we were saying about the kind of Victorians, like loving the kind of, you drama-rama. know, the drama rama, exactly. And all these rich guys 
um, kind of would like go off on like botany adventures and Maybe. come back and like you might they, have a tiger yeah or yeah. like a parrot yeah or <laughs> just a, they used to have like a they used to take turns bringing a pineapple or like, around back then just like gangrenous limbs yeah. or mm. you know you know you could rent syphilis Yep. Yeah. You could rent a pineapple, pineapple. bring it to a party. And uh, and that was a big deal. That was just your like party piece. Yeah. Totally. Like handbag. And um, so this guy uh, went traveling um, with a kind of an expedition group who were going across Central Africa. And he, the whole expedition was being led by this explorer called Henry Morton Stanley, which is another instance of several first names <laughs> stuck together, really. He sounds um, famous. He is famous. Um, and so they were supposed to be bringing supplies to um, the leader of this province in Sudan that had been cut off by a revolt. So there was unrest in the area, basically, and they were bringing uh, relief. Mm-hmm. And now, Jimmy James Jameson now, I think, was just joining for a lark. Lovely. Um, you know, a rich man, and, you know, I'll do a bit of that, sure. And um, they also had a bit of an agenda this group, this expedition, they wanted to seize land in the Congo for Belgium. I see. So, this was know, a kind of like colonization trip. It was a little bit like the way I would occasionally, very altruistically, donate money to the Dogs Trust mm-hmm. after the fact, after I doing see. something very bad. So, what the anyway, fuck did they do? While on this trip, right? So, well, I think the bad thing they were planning to do, sorry that I meant, is seize land. Colonize, colonize some shit. However, Jimmy James Jameson Jr. had his own plans, right? So we've got accounts of this incident coming from Jimmy Bob James Jobs Jameson's diary, his wife, which I believe Jemima. No, (laughs) no. Jokes, made that up. (laughs) And a translator, right? So there's little bits of variation between the accounts but all accounts agree that by June of 1888 James had found himself in charge of like the rear sort of column of the expedition what does that mean the back end the back end right <laughs> yeah he had a load of lads coming up the rear that he was in charge of basically. right but like lower ranking lads yeah yeah okay. like I would say they shouldn't have left him back there in charge of anyone I see especially because he'd gone way off on one in terms of like he was now no longer eye on the prize of relief for the poor yokes uh, in the Congo nor even eye on the prize in terms of let's colonise some shit here he was very interested in the fact that they had strayed near a place that was known for its cannibal population. Oh, oh James. Yes. We thought he might dip the toe. Wet the whistle. Wet the whistle. <laughs> Did he? Did he? So they said that he um, met a local slave trader. Oh, God. Bit of a local grim ass situation. Quote unquote fixer. Oh, gotcha. You know, yeah. a, a Geno DWYER of the region, basically. There is always a way to get whatever you want. Whatever you need, yeah. Go, go to yeah. Jen. How is it? Have you got your cats yet? Yeah, I was about to say, if you need some expensive inbred I cats. I fucking have not. I'll tell you that much. Skin cat, skinhead cats. Cats are like the neo Nazi cats that you're after. Pets are, are right. literal gold dust. Gold right dust now. in pandemic. So, anyway, this local um, slave trader was called Tipu Tip. Uh, no comment. No comment. No. Tip comment? your tip. Just the tip. Gotcha. Okay. And so um, James told Tipu that he wanted to see some cannibalism going down. He was oh, like, I've got to see first this with my own two eyes. I want to go home with a rent story. a pineapple and, and tell him. some people that I saw some fucking shit. Gotcha. So the translator was like, okay, yeah. So... <laughs> This kind of all came out then when then the guy, Morton Stanley Martin John, or whatever the, the fuck his the name, captain, the renowned explorer, the, the guy in charge, basically came back to a mess and was like, what the fuck happened? And the translator kind of like brought him up to speed. And um, he was like, look, things got out of hand. Uh, Tipu uh, started talking to some local chiefs of the village 
inquiring at, about at James's request. Yeah. And didn't the chiefs produce? Oh my god. A ten-year-old girl. Oh, oh my no. god. No. Who? Jimmy James, Jamesy Bobs paid six handkerchiefs for. Jesus fucking Christ. Handkerchiefs. Mm. Were they low on loin? <laughs> I mean, why? Anyway, that's the, this uh, horrific. Okay, go on. Yeah. Tell me she got out of there. So then the chiefs basically said to the rest of their gang in the village, this is a present from a white man who wishes to see her eaten. Oh my no. God. James knowingly at this point knew what the deal was and was following through. James had engineered this deal. He's handed he over was the... like, is there any way we can get a person? Is there any way these people can eat that person while I watch? That is horrific. I've got horrific. a stack of hankies. Here, I have ready got, to play. I am ready to make it rain fucking snot rags, quite yeah. literal. Kleenex everywhere. Um, the girl. Oh, was fuck. Just do it quick and do it fast. Okay, do it quick. Well... Okay, the girl was tied to a tree. No, no. quicker. quicker the the than natives, that. the natives. I think that's a problematic way to refer to them. But this is from the translator. So yeah. the people of the region sharpened their knives and then stabbed her twice in the belly. Oh, then, according the to James John Jimmy Bob Jameson, he wrote. Three men then ran forward and began to cut up the body. Oh, yeah. And finally, her head was cut off. Not according to James, not a particle remained. Each man taking his piece away down to the river to wash it. Mm, not great, James. No. Meanwhile, James. The most extraordinary thing. Yeah. Sorry, that James wrote was that the girl never uttered a sound. Well, her head was off. Very disturbing. However, <laughs> maybe it was a goat. Face of a girl. Please Let's hope so. God. Let's hope this was all just. A lie. A lie. Yeah. Maybe, let's hope that this... This is just a pineapple story. This is it. I was going to say, maybe This he is got the back from bitten. Irish college. Oh, got yeah. a blowjob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't really. Actually just saw a person. Saw a person. <laughs> saw a person. <laughs> they I think did you're, not blow me. I don't believe James for a fucking second. Well. Well. James then, okay, as it was all unfolding, was making some sketches. Oh, of right. the horrible scenes. No. And then he went to his tent where he could complete the sketches, render them lovingly in watercolours. You are fucking Can you tell what it is? Me? Can you tell what... So this lunatic... Now, again, I can't believe a word of this. In his own diary, He's he full said, of shit. I went home, made some small sketches while still fresh in my memory. Oh my God. Was James, what was the sort of motive here from his perspective? He just thought He's it was... a sick bastard. Okay, mm. remove from the, like, okay, back then, the mindset might have been that this, that these human beings were not human beings at all. Yeah. Is that what was going on here? And he was just like, these native, inverted commas, people, inverted commas, were just be, like savages, in other words. And this is his, do you know what I mean? So he dehumanised the whole fucking experience. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I think, yeah. No, no. I mean, obviously, there is just this, like... Oh, like... Heinous. So, was there anybody... With a conscience? On his part, incapability of seeing these people as people. Did did the head chief... The head guy come back? What was his name? Morrison Mars? Henry Morton Stanley. Henry Morton Stanley. He wasn't best pleased. Was not pleased. I know, yeah. So, he, well, he was like, this is a bit kind of... Um, gratuitous. Yes. <laughs> this really isn't what we came here for. No. James, Jameson. Eye on the ball, James. But that is a lovely use Water of colour. Water colour. Yes. Okay. So now, in his diary and in the wife's diary, they both try and kind of, try and fudge it a bit. As if James Jameson sort of thought that it was a bit of a joke and he didn't actually even think... That the child they tied to the tree, they were actually going to go ahead. But you and know what? At the moment where they start going towards with the knives would be the time to Hint. be like, ha. Huh. Okay, joke's Over. gone far oh, enough. Oh, you got yeah. me. Oh, you got me. And also, I mean, if we're going off that excuse, then, you, you know, why hand over the six handkerchiefs? Yeah. Were they quite valuable? <laughs> there was a I lot mean, of time. I don't remember <laughs> any. I've never come across, but again, it would have just okay. Also, right. it definitely doesn't explain why 
even after the so-called joke went too far, he whipped the sketch pad out, no. got his little, you know, Sunday painter easel set up. He's processing and- in his journal. <laughs> so hang on a sec. Did anybody feel remorse here? Did the translator? Did the wife? Not a person. Not a person. However, um, bit of karmic retribution. Wiley never faced justice. He did die, which is great. Of uh, fever. Lovely. Yes. Hopefully it was gangrenous. he fever. Groin. Um, one would hope. Yeah. Um, he did, lucky for him, die before, um, before Henry Morton Stanley heard what had happened. Oh, it took that fucking... So it took sorry, that long. James died there on the expedition. Yeah. Henry came back, was like, what the fuck has been going on? And where's James? Yes. And they're like, James they is like, dead. This is a shit like, here's show. his diary. He, and, and then Henry was like, sketches. what the fuck d- went down here? Oh, fully. It was like uh, a fucking a shit show. And so then, Natch, next time you're drinking a bit of Jameson, Jameson. you remember that Jameson greased the wheels of war that left a child dead. That is horrendous. Because the Jameson family, with the help of the Belgian government, have they been trying to push this? Yes. All of the atrocities. And apparently, um, they kind of suspended these kinds of missions um, for a time. I see. But as we know all too well, uh, they you know, continue. They continue to, to absolutely pillage and destroy uh, the world. Yes. Wow! Um, like it's yes. so interesting that none of us had heard that story before. Mm. Yeah. How it's funny how big companies can kind of do this, Just like Johnson things. Johnson with the Tylenol, and Jemison with the killing of a innocent child interesting I just think it's such an inc- like insane uh, kind of it's like metaphor for like they were supposed to be bringing relief what a joke as if that was ever um, that was part never, of their agenda yeah. and the, this this kind of presumption that what they were bringing was something better than what the people had already was sort of fucking bullshit as well Potentially, yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, a bunch of white lads have arrived. Yeah, because like as well, like they're always bringing like fucking diseases and shit that's then going to like decimate the population. Exactly. Like, ah, fully, 1000%. We should do like a real creep on like John Smith and stuff like that. Oh, Oh, definitely. Yeah. And also just big, very old companies and the sort of back, what happened? Do you know what I mean? Mad shit. Let's look into Coca-Cola as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, because if they're not sponsoring us by now, you may as well they're take, never take going them to. down. Well, thank you to Rebecca for sending me that. That was Genius. so dark. I do, I do want to see the pictures. I'll be honest. Are they there? Let me have a little sweep around the net. I had to look for some there. There's some like group shots. Yeah, I mean, there's a few of James Jameson. Oh, horrendous, horrendous, horrendous. And does that bring us to a close? That brings us to a close. Wonderful episode of The Creep Dive. We did two back to back there and I feel like we really kept the energy high. Keep it high, keep it high. Well done to us. We went went high, we went low. I can't remember what's happening. Now we have a week off. We've got a week off. No, we don't because we'll need a hive. We'll work it out after. Look, if you're hungry for more, you know where to find us. Patron, patronize us. Please keep Duck us going. We would love it. You come to our live Zooms, listen to all our back chats. Get a free toes for the gorgeous lawn chair Larry just to keep, keep your pecker up. And keep the maybe a hundred hours of other so creeps. Much. We should sit down and tally it actually. I keep saying 100 so it's, it if it's much less that would be disappointing but it's a fucking asshole. Fuck loads. Get you through the weekend. Come on bye. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.